Hello, everybody, and welcome to the new semester of the Sagebrush Spotlight podcast. The Sagebrush Spotlight is a weekly podcast that gives you up-to-date news from the Nevada Sagebrush website. As always, don't forget to read all the articles that are currently available on the website to give the writers the credit that they're due. With that being said, I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. Welcome to the Sagebrush Spotlight. University Gateway Project is working to accommodate business students with 125,000 square feet of space dedicated to only business students. Currently, the Ansari Business Building is sharing 50,000 feet with other colleges and only 30,000 feet are dedicated to business students. These two new buildings are being utilized for the fastest growing major at the university. Quote, business is literally bursting at the seams, says Vic Redding, Vice President of Administration and Finance at UNR. The buildings will be located on University Way and plan to open in the fall of 2025. Quote, I cannot wait for the new building, how big it is going to be and how it is mainly going to be focused on business. Says Ramisha Ibrahim, a business student at UNR. She feels that the current business building is occupied by many other majors, is not as modern as other buildings on campus, and no longer fits the need of business students in general. The two new buildings will be situated near the lot that Jimmy Johns is at, with one of the buildings being a full of modern classrooms, a trading laboratory to simulate trading on Wall Street, and a 375-seat auditorium. The other is a hotel with a conference center. Quote, one thing that Reno is missing is high-quality, non-gaming conference space. Most universities of our caliber have an on-campus hotel, Redding said. However, the university will not be in charge of the hotel, but rather by Hilton or Marriott, something that has yet to be decided by the university. But the revenue generated by the hotel will offset the cost of the project. Quote, the Matthewson University Gateway is really going to tie the university to Reno, said Redding. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush Assistant News Editor Madison Wonko. Canada Hall, a student dorm on campus, has unveiled a community box in the lobby of the building, a vessel that students can take and leave items as they choose. Timothy Puckett, a Canada Hall employee, and the Nevada Woodchucks, a nonprofit organization, built the box over the course of several months. Quote, to offer some support to those residents who may not have extra support, I hope this takes some things off their plate so they can focus on other things like school and post-college plans, said Puckett. The community box accepts all donations that are non-perishable items, which can be taken and replaced at the resident's will. Pack Provisions filled the box when it was unveiled to the public with donations that they have gotten from previous semesters. Quote, if I need it, I will use it, says Cat Oliver, a Canada Hall resident who has already left something inside the box. Puckett had originally planned for the community box to be placed outside of the building, but due to obstacles that would have to be faced with the university, he decided that it was best to put it inside. Quote, from my understanding, the residence halls have a lot more say about what goes on inside than outside the building, said Puckett. He is hopeful that other buildings on campus will receive their own community box soon. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush Assistant News Editor Madison Wonko. Before we continue to sports and arts and entertainment, we're going to be taking a short break to catch our breath and reflect on the news. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. You're listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. The 
Nevada Wolfpack took down the New Mexico Lobos in an intense double overtime finish on January 23rd, finishing with a score of 97-94. to The game started with the Wolfpack off to a strong start with center Will Baker scoring the first five points of the game. Due to Baker, Nevada did not allow the Lobos to gain any momentum for the first 10 minutes of play, scoring 13 points and two assists before he was subbed out. After that 10-minute mark, however, the Lobos mounted a 9-2 run, which gained their first lead of the game. With 3 minutes and 22 seconds left of the first half, New Mexico was up by 3. However, Nevada ended the half with an intense hot streak with guards Jared Lucas, Keenan Blackshear, and forward Trey Coleman leaving the first half with the Wolfpacks leading 43-38. The Lobos came in hot to the second half, much like the Wolfpack did in the first, taking back the lead in 2 minutes into the second half. Both teams began a back-and-forth for the rest of the regulation game, going into overtime tied at 78. The first overtime period was intense for Nevada, almost losing until Wolfpack forward Darian Williams sank a three-pointer. A five-second violation from New Mexico and a field goal from Blackshear, the Wolfpack tied the game with 15 seconds left in the first overtime. Double overtime was a riveting free-throw shootout. The game was still tied with 44 seconds left on the clock. With 14 seconds left, New Mexico forward Morris Udiz commit a flagrant foul, giving Nevada guard Daniel Foster two free throws, only making one. Baker would then be fouled, giving Nevada two more free throws and putting them up by three. Nevada defense ended the game by forcing Jalen House, a New Mexico guard, to miss his three-point attempt, ending the game 97-95, Nevada. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush sports editor Derek Raritan. Both the Nevada Wolfpack men's and women's basketball team traveled downstate to the University of Nevada, Las Vegas to take on the Rebels and unfortunately lose both games. The women's team played first, losing their match 57-80. The women's Wolfpack started the game strong, holding the lead for 8 minutes and 28 seconds in total. This was due to Megan Ormison and Audrey Roden, Nevada forward and guard respectively, scored 10 out of the 16 of Nevada's first points in the quarter. However, after this, UNLV would pick up the pace. They gained their first and only lead with 26 seconds left in the quarter. The rest of the game was dominated by the Rebels. The Lady Rebels seemed to always have more energy after every play that the Wolfpack would make. After this game, the Wolfpack women's basketball team has a record of 8-13 in the year overall and 5-5 in conference play. The Nevada men's team would take the court three hours afterwards, losing their matchup 62-68. The Wolfpack would again start strong in this game going 6-2 before trading field goals and free throws with the Rebels. This was until UNLV mounted a 20-9 run through 7 minutes in the first quarter. Despite this, the Wolfpack did not give up and fought to be only 2 points behind by the end of the first half, trailing 33-35. The events of the first half would practically repeat in the second half. With 6 minutes left in the game, Nevada would gain their last lead of 1 point. This didn't last long as UNLV mounted a 12-5 run and ended the game, 62-68. Nevada men's basketball team has a 16-6 overall record with a 6-3 conference record. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush sports editor Derek Raritan. There are no new arts and entertainment stories today. Be sure to check back next week. And that's going to bring this week's episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight to a close. Make sure to follow Nevada Sagebrush on Instagram and Twitter at Nevada Sagebrush, as well as following me on Instagram at Patrick.McNab and Twitter at PatrickMcNab underscore. Again, go read all of the articles on the Nevada Sagebrush website for anything that I may have missed. The next episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight will be out next Friday, February 10th. This week's Song of the Week is Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. I've been your host, Patrick McNab. Thanks for listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. See ya.